Hi, I'm Johnny Reinhardt. And I'm Megan Francis. And you're listening to the Meet the Makers podcast. In this show, we talk to the masters who create beer, wine, and spirits in Southwest Michigan to hear what inspires their craft. It's all part of the Makers Trail. You can learn all about the makers that are part of the Makers Trail at makerstrail.org and plan your route with the map available right at their website, makerstrail.org. And now it's time to Meet the Makers. Welcome to episode 10 of Meet the Makers. In this episode, we're going to head to Waterville to check out Arclight Brewing Company, a great brewery and a great bunch of guys. I got a chance to talk to Ed Nash, the head brewer, as well as Dave Coyle, one of the owners. We learned how these guys cross paths and also how a brewing company started many, many, many years ago in an apartment with a homebrew kit from a yard sale. It's a really great story. Let's get to it. How did this all get started for you guys? Like, let's before we talk about the brewery itself, uh, I want to talk about you guys. Uh, how did it start for you, uh, Ed? Where, where did you like get your start? Get your passion for for wanting to open a brewery? Where did it, where did it all start for you? Uh, well, my dad uh, used to homebrew back in the late seventies. Okay, so I was exposed to that brewing back then. Right, and then um, fast forward. Um, I had a girlfriend that said, you know, you probably should get a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I happened to be at a yard sale, and there was a a beer kit, a brewing kit. Okay. So I um, purchased it. Okay. And then I I brewed a batch of beer, and um, I just basically got hooked. Wow. And became a passion of it, a passion of mine. And then uh, next thing you know, I was brewing about two to three times a week in my apartment. In your apartment? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so then um, just, well, just kept, kept brewing and brewing and brewing, and then just um, a mutual friend of ours um, approached me about opening a brewery. Okay. And he wanted to come over and bring some friends over to try some beers. Sure. And my partner Dave was one of them. Yeah. And um, ironically, we were talking, and uh, I'm originally from Waterville. Okay. I was born and raised here. And um, he was talking with my brother, and somehow Water Vliet came up in the conversation. Okay. And then uh, he kind of made a comment about... And I vaca- I mean, my best friend's got a vacation house here. Okay. So I've been yeah. coming up for years. And just was a little bit of kismet with Water Vliet. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I said, what about Water Vliet? And it's like, sure, why not? Sure, why not? And it was yeah. a Saturday. And actually, it was... I think we met out for beers after, a couple of weeks after that, and, but uh, it was a Saturday night. We we're having some beers and really kind of hashing it out. And we were looking at property on that following Monday. Wow! And, yeah. Uh, met with the city, uh, the DDA. Okay. And it kind of kind of went fast after that. Yeah. So the what was the first beer that you made with this beer kit that you got from a, a what a yard sale? Yeah, it was a Kolsch. Okay. And I entered in a, a beer contest and took third. Wow. Yeah. With your first beer that you had. Yeah, with the first beer, yeah. <laughs> and um, my first beer was actually a beer kit, but okay. after that I did start doing all grain. Yeah. And that's uh, when I built the uh, the brew system that I yeah. had, the half barrel brew system. Uh-huh. And I just started brewing. And um, at the time I was a sales manager for a company traveling. I had the West Coast and the Upper Midwest. Okay. So I was traveling, I would visit all the breweries yeah. that I could. And just to talking to people and everything, and learn stuff and see stuff, yeah. So that it helped me develop yeah. as well. 
So you planned your trips around these these uh, breweries? Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so you chose Waterville because you you grew up around this area, right? Uh, well, there's several reasons. One, yeah, I would, I've always thought it'd be nice to bring something like this to Waterville. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great area. It's a great area to raise kids. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of support here. We, plus, we have a lot of uh, out-of-towners mm-hmm. that come through or yeah. live here. So it just made perfect sense. Plus, with the two interstates that were sandwiched right. between, yeah, it just, just kind of made sense for us. Yeah, it does work out because, you know, with the 196 and then uh, I-94 mm-hmm. running through here. And then, uh, you know, a lot of people that vacation right. in this area and then up north. Uh, just a little bit down the highway, so it works yeah. out. Plus, we have like Founders and Bells. Yeah, and um, you know that brings a lot of people past us. Exactly. So they, you know, everybody likes to stop and try other breweries. So, oh yeah, yeah, a, yeah. This whole area, I mean, it's full of different breweries, but people are always wanting to try the different mm-hmm. ones and then kind of mm-hmm. make a, a trip all the way around. And actually, David was telling me that you were actually born right across the street. I was. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, ironically, I was. Yep. So this it all worked out that yeah. you, uh, you just made your way uh, right here to uh, this little spot, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about the history of, of this building in, in a little bit. But David, how did it all start for you? I mean, you guys, you and Ed met each other uh, through friends, but uh, how did it start when you were thinking, "Hey, let's let's make this happen. Let's let's do a brewery." Well, you, you have to have a passion for craft beer. Um, I had my first beer parties in the early '90s. It was New Year's Eve party, and we. Me and my uh, friend who actually has the lake house here on Pawpaw Lake. Uh-huh. Uh, we uh, did it like six years in a row, and it was bring a six-pack kind okay. of party. So I've been a craft beer fan for a long, long time, and uh, um, I just loved Ed's beer. And it just happened to be that I was a stay-at-home dad at the time, okay. and my son was starting kindergarten. So free time was opening up as well, and do I want to go back to a cubicle or do something more interesting? Right. And I loved Ed's beer. Uh, I loved Water Elite. Been coming up a lot, and I've kind of, you know, I've been in Chicago a long time. So the idea of getting away was sure. also appealing, and I love this area. So yeah, yeah, it's such a beautiful area. Yeah, kind of turned the uh, the where I go on vacation to uh-huh. where I live and and work. So. It's been nice. Yeah, I always love those kind of parties where you can... Uh, I always try to do that with my friends where, uh, you know, if they're from out of state or from somewhere, I always try to surprise them with a beer that, you know, they've, they've never tried before. Whether it's, you know, a growler from a local brewery they don't that they can't get anywhere or, uh, you know, just trying something like, oh, have you ever tried this beer yet? You know, try this one out. And that's what people always say to me. They're like, you're, that, you're the guy that always finds something good and <laughs> something different uh, all the time. So I, I like doing that kind of thing. But... Uh, Let's talk about this building. Um, so you guys, you know, teamed up, said, let's do this, let's start a brewery. And then this building came available and you guys decided to, to take this over. And this was, what What was this building originally? Uh, this is Brookfield Dodge. Yeah. Yeah. And so Bridges Chevy before that. Yeah. So it's a car dealership. Yeah. And it's been here, I don't know, since the 20s, okay. 30s. Yeah. You can almost kind of see it here, that, that building... It's actually a separate building that was built in the late 20s. Uh-huh. And then this whole wraparound where the uh, bays are, where the main customer space yeah. is, it was probably added in the 40s. And uh, so, yeah, it's got a lot of historic feel to it, Art Deco. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got that definite, uh, obviously, it looks like a dealership because, I mean, you've got this wide open area right here in the main bar area. Um, and 
giant uh, garage doors. What? What? How big are those? Twelve foot? Yeah, twelve foot. Twelve foot garage doors, and then you got the cement floor. And uh, what I love is the bar. And Ed, you were just telling me a little bit ago about uh, the uniqueness of one, why that bar is so big, and why you thought it should be that long. Right. Yeah. Like I mentioned to you before, when I, one of the things is when I went around other breweries, I always noticed the bars just seemed never big enough to accommodate all the people. Right. And everybody likes to come into a a place like this and sit at a bar yeah and um so because this room is so long it just worked out so i wanted to make as long as we could which is 50 feet yeah so wow and then uh you know being a a a former dealership uh you have the advantage of having a pretty good sized parking lot too Mm -hmm. oh yeah so you're able to build out you got that really nice uh like beer garden area in the back Mm -hmm. that's got uh like what's that bocce ball back there yeah we have two bocce ball courts fire pit and all that fire pit a gas fire pit Mm mm-hmm and then uh, out front, you can notice it not only on the side of the building, you guys have Arclight Brewing Company on there, but you also have something really, uh, what I think is really cool, because I, I like I like metalwork and, and welding. Um, that little, like, fence around there has some pretty cool stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, wanted an area where people could just go out there and enjoy a beer and watch the world fly by. So, yeah. yeah. And um, one of the other things I do is welding. Okay. So... Uh, when we decide to do that, um, kind of based on the design I was telling you from yeah. like in Denver. So, okay. Yeah. You know, the best advertising is someone enjoying a, a beer on the front exactly. patio yeah. under the umbrella. So Exactly. You see somebody having so. a beer and you're like, oh, it looks like a nice, comfortable place to, mm-hmm. to sit back and relax. And I guess when you when you mentioned that uh, another passion of yours is welding, yeah. I guess that's that's probably where the name Arclight came from, um, right? No, actually. No? Um, Dave and I were driving up to Kalamazoo, and he was looking through a history book on water bleed. Okay. And <laughs> we came across that, uh, that arc lights were the first street lights in water bleed in 1919. Okay. So that's where the the, the name came comes from. Wow. But a lot of people do seem to equate that with yeah. welding. Yeah. But no, nah, it really has nothing but to do with it. As, as, as I read the word, I like I like the sound of arc light. I know it's yeah. a welding right. term. And we're in a space that's so... Um, industrial, it's right. like cinder yeah. block, glass, steel. Um, so one thing I was just shying away from. There's so many breweries with a with a nature theme. And sure, we're kind of the opposite here. Where it's it's, it's metal and steel, and yeah. concrete, industrial, yeah. industrial feel. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's nothing really deep with the name. I just felt it went right with the building and yeah. and what we were doing. That's really cool. I didn't realize that that so they were just the uh, old like kind of lamp like kind of things, yeah. right? And we're first in the phone book. Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, triple A. Uh, yeah, triple A, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, that's really cool. Um, and some of the what? Are, what are some of the like the the mainstay beers that you guys uh, love here that you love to make? Like, what is your favorite beer to make it? Well, I get asked that quite often. What's your favorite beer? Yeah. And I have to say, if it's up there, mm-hmm. it's probably one of my favorites because I we wouldn't brew it if yeah. it, it didn't care for it. Um, Everything holds a special place, right, you know, exactly. whether it's the IPAs or the lagers or the sours that we do. So it, it's a tough question yeah. to actually answer. It's like it goes saying, from who's day your to day, children? Yeah, exactly. It was just a, yeah. So, I mean, some days I just feel like having a lager, mm-hmm. and then some days you just feel like to step it up a notch yeah. and have a, a good IPA. So, and what one of your big things that you guys do here uh, that some other places may not do is uh, is sour beers, right? Yes, yeah. So sours, um, 
kind of became a particular favorite of mine because I love fruit uh-huh. being raised here in the fruit belt. Right. And it combines the two. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's how I really got started into doing the sours. And every once in a while, I, I, I kind of like the, you know, the tanginess yeah. and the puckerness from the mm-hmm. thing. And we use, uh, we first relocated here and started this actually harvested yeast from a local orchard okay as part of that yeah so all our sours produced here is uses that that yeast that we locally harvested so so if somebody walks in here uh for the very first time whether they're out of town or they maybe they, they they're from somewhere and they've never been here before um what's the first thing you're going to ask them when it comes to like when they're like, I don't know what beer I want. Mm-hmm. What What is the one you're going to suggest? Well, we do ask people what, what they they're like, used to. Yeah. What's their style? Yeah, yeah what's their yeah, style yeah. stuff? So we really do across the board. From yeah. our, our clay is a cream ale. It's light. We mix that with our uh, in-house made sodas. Yeah. So we do shandies. So we do from the light side all the way to bourbon barrel-aged stuff and then the barrel-aged sours. So it's really across the board and mm-hmm. just kind of talk to the customer and yeah. ask them what they're into. But once they're feeling comfortable, you always want to take them a little, take them someplace new. Yeah. Um, we do plenty of tastes, and especially with the sours. A lot of people don't like sours, or they've never had a sour. Right. And, just, and I always say, just just taste a little bit. Every time you go to a brewery, just have a little bit. It's yeah. one of those uh, acquired tastes. But once you yeah. love, once you love a sour, you're you become a fanatic about them. Well, and I think especially this area, a lot of people love them because, uh, like you said, people that are from the fruit belt, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they're so just you know fruit is just so easy to get in this area so they're so accustomed to that flavor Mm -hmm. and so it's an easy transition for them it's like oh oh, it's got this blueberries or something like that in there um so one thing i do want to talk about is um you guys here um when it comes to food um you guys are really all about getting food trucks to come here right right so you guys just get, you know, have a, a schedule. I, I even saw on the Facebook page you guys have, uh, like, a full schedule yes. of, of food trucks that yeah. come through here. Yeah, we didn't want to get in the restaurant business. We just want to focus on brewing right now. Yeah. So um, plus with that, having the food trucks in here, you have uh-huh. quite a bit of variety. Yeah. And so, um, you know, when we first opened, it was hard to kind of get a food truck in here. But right. now we're able to fill a whole schedule for the weekends, mm-hmm. and I have one every day on the weekends. Yeah, I've noticed that, that the breweries that uh, do want to focus more on just the beer and not get into the restaurant business, because it's hard, mm-hmm. and you get you get uh, to where it's it's hard to change things up for people. Mm-hmm. Just like when you're you know you're changing up the beers, mm-hmm. it's hard to just you know go to the kitchen and say let's do a whole different menu and, and get rid of some things and try something new. It's a lot easier when you bring in a food truck. And then when people, you know, really love that food truck, they, they, you know, wait for that to come back and they're like, oh, I love it. uh, I've noticed that over the years, as as more and more breweries have kind of made that decision to just focus on the beer, I've noticed a lot more food trucks showing up. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you guys have noticed. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, like when we first opened, it was hard to get one in here. And now there seems to be quite a few of them. So we're able to... It's a good symbiotic relationship. So, yeah, the growth in the food truck industry in this area has definitely taken off in the last three years which has been great for us and brad who's currently bartending he uh he schedules them all and does a great job and and uh that's really it is some planning though because other food trucks have they really plan their schedules oh yeah six months out so it's it was a little learning curve there that we had to definitely wasn't like just call them up and you'll be here in a day (laughs) yeah they do get very busy and that's a that's an absolutely great thing and a great relationship to have with all these different places um and yeah the 
yeah, the, it adds so much variety when you have different food and different things. And uh, he can play around with stuff when it comes to like food pairings and things like that with, with some of these beers and just have some fun. Uh, I do want to try some of these beers. So what, what do we have? What do we have? Uh, we have a cherry wit here, which is our take on a Belgian wit. And typically a Belgian wit has orange. Okay. And, um, um, I can't remember the other but uh, we do we put cherries in it now okay. ins- instead and we use a spice in there a malab spice which is a Middle Eastern cherry pit oh that's cool mm-hmm. I gotta try that one um, so yeah, when- one of our most popular ones for the summer okay yeah, and so you guys, are, you're in that season where you're starting to uh, shift a little bit towards uh, making some of the, the fall beers, because I know summer's kind of still yeah. hanging around, mm-hmm. but uh, we're kind of stepping into fall, so people are getting the darker beers and things like that, right? Right, yep. Yeah, you definitely see people's uh, palates start to change as we start getting in the cooler months. That's really good. Wow, that's really good. Um, and so with fall and things like that, you guys... Um, what are some events that you guys have come, coming up that that are like your that you, like I know I did see something about an Oktoberfest. What's that all about? Um, well, that's our traditional German fest that we celebrate. Um, well, brewing yeah. basically, <laughs> yeah. And so we have an Oktoberfest uh, lager that okay. we prepare for that, and then we bring in a polka band, oh, and then we love bring a good a, polka. yeah, and we bring in some uh, German food, and um, you know I come in with my Lederhosen. Oh, you! And I gotta see that. Yeah. See October seventh. <laughs> yeah, October seventh. Yeah. Okay. I'm marking so, my calendar. So we also right invite now. people to come in with their Lederhosen, okay. and it's a good time. Yeah, we have to get some good dancing and enjoy some good German beer, German style beer, and. And That's some really good German cool. food, yeah. I like that. And then, uh, obviously, some of the, uh, the the beer festivals that are coming up. You guys uh, making stops with some of those? Yeah, we have uh, tomorrow. We have one up in Muskegon, Burning okay. Foot, and then we have Waco coming up, uh, October fourteenth. Yeah. And we have uh, festival barrel aged beers in Chicago in November, where we bring our barrel aged beers to oh, that. Cool. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And you guys, did you build, you had like a mobile bar. Did you guys build that? Or yes. You, some for some yeah, we build that for uh, doing the special events and beer festivals. That's really uh, cool. We load that up and take our beer up there. and. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So you guys are busy, busy going all over the place and, uh, and letting people try a lot of your beers. Um, so people can come by here and pick up uh, a growler of the beer. Can mm-hmm. they pick up any? Do you guys can or do anything like that? Uh, once in a while we do can. Okay. Um, I mean, we the sours we do bottle. Okay. And um, but most of our sales is mostly hollers and growlers. Yeah, yeah they can come in anytime and pick that up. That's really cool. Um, one, one thing you did mention, David, you guys have soda here? Yes, we do. Do you guys make it here? Yeah, we make it all here. Wow. What yep. kind of soda do you guys do? Well, we do a root beer. Okay. And we use local honey with that. Wow. And uh, vanilla and Michigan sugar and molasses and that. That's one of our most popular. We also do ginger. Okay. Which, Fresh grated um, ginger. Yeah. It's wow. all 100% ginger root. Uh, we do orange, which yeah. is all orange juice. Yeah. Um, what else we do? We do a lemon lime. Lemon yeah. lime. Yeah. Rock and rye. Rock and rye. Wow. And then once we have a grapefruit that we ask, we do as well, that's kind of seasonal. Okay. And the nice thing about that is we do shandies. And oh, yeah. That definitely, yeah. Yeah. So that is kind of a gateway for yeah. a lot of people that come in here and they bring their friends. They go, I don't really care for craft beer. Sure. But, um, yeah, because you'll have that one or two people in, in the bunch of friends right. that come down, and they you know they may not want that, and they want right. to have something else, and that's a really cool offering to have. So uh, yeah, so then uh, they can order a shandy, and that's mm-hmm. typically a eighty twenty mix yeah. of beer to the soda. Okay, and it's 
It's very popular. Yeah. Very it's right popular. on the tap, so our bartenders yeah. can make it yeah. a splasher. So yeah. Some people yeah. want a 50 50, they're really yeah. not into beer. Right. So we can, it's nice that we can usually come up with that non beer drinker who's in the group. <clears throat> yep. Um, we can usually come. Give them a few, yeah, I'll give yeah. them some samples of different sodas, uh, shandies, and uh, usually I can make that person happy. That's really cool, and I love when you, you know when you walk in here, you've got that uh, that giant bar that you guys have out front, but you also have uh, kind of like that inside outside kind of feel with uh, with like picnic tables. Uh, these these are super long picnic tables mm-hmm. where people can kind of sit back and relax. But it's a good way for people to like socialize too. And just hang out and, right. and you know meet new people and yeah. uh, just have some fun. And, and that's kind of our philosophy. We want yeah. to want our customers to meet right. each other, know each other, our regulars. Many become good, really good friends. But we don't have a TV in here. We do have a projector that we turn yeah. on for big games, but right. we don't run it constantly. So there's, right. there's not that yeah, I'm going to stare at a TV yeah. kind of mentality. Yeah. Turn to your neighbor, talk <laughs> about beer, and, and with craft beer, people want to like, what are you drinking? Well, you know, they'll ask each other. will ask questions. Yeah, ooh, what's that? Yeah, yeah it looks yeah. good. Uh, so what you're wow, next like to people find out from the customer. Interacting and TVs, too often you go and people are just staring at the TVs. Oh, yeah. They're not talking. Staring, staring yeah. at the TVs, staring so, at the phones, and uh, yeah, they're not they're not socializing yeah, at all. I saw a uh, sign once in a coffee shop. It said, no Wi-Fi, talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, kind of our philosophy that we yeah. kind of adopted. So. And, uh, you know, we, we did mention food trucks, but you guys also encourage people that since you guys don't, you know, it's not a restaurant here, it's a brewery, mm-hmm. um, that they can bring food in, in if they want. Oh, absolutely. Yep, they can bring anything they want in. Yep. Yeah. We've got a really good Mexican place across the street, La Chula. Yeah. Um, pizzas delivered from sailors, aromas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's a good it's a good relationship to have too with a lot of these these local restaurants and things because it's you know you're bringing people to the brewery but you're also bringing business to all the yeah. places around and it's it's helping the area uh, grow. Yeah, it's crazy to see people come in here and actually buy food in Ben Harbor and right. bring it bring it here. Yeah, so it's kind of <laughs> kind of cool to see that. So tell me uh, something. Uh, I always try to ask everybody this. Um, tell me a, a secret that maybe people don't know. That maybe it's something you guys are working on, or that's like a, a vision of something you guys want to do soon. What is something you guys got going on? Well, it would uh, be a secret if we told yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> we do have an, ex- an expansion going on. So yeah. across the street, uh, it's uh, uh, an old Harding's building. Okay. Uh, half of it's Family Dollar, but the other half was open. Okay. So we got the other half, and we are expanding the sour program. So we don't do distribution too much. Yeah. Um, and but we want to do. We decided our sours have a nice niche. Yeah. And so right now you saw two uh, forty-barrel fooders in the back. Yeah, those were huge. And we got nine sixty-barrels coming over the next six okay. months. And we're using that space as our our sour production space, and we plan to distribute bottles. Yeah. That's really cool. That's that. That's kind of a secret. It's kind of a half secret. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good secret to have because it's, you know, expansion mm-hmm. is always good to see. Uh, and, you know, for people that love the sours, they're able to get them yeah. even more and, mm-hmm. and get, get their hands on it. So that's really cool. And it's one of those things, too. It's a, it's a long-term project because a sour takes a year from the right. day Ed brews the beer until at least a year until it's done and ready, bottled up. So, um yeah, so we're probably about 14 months away okay. from uh, actually having a product out for that. Yeah. But uh, we do obviously have our sours here sure. on a smaller scale, but when we go a little bit larger and we're going to try to do some distribution into Chicago and Detroit and around the area. Wonderful, wonderful. That's really good stuff. Real, real quick before we wrap this up, you do have a sour 
Uh, I do. Which which one is this? This is our Creek, or which is um, Flemish for cherry. Okay. And that's like our most popular. It's flagship sour. Wow. And we took uh, gold with that last year, the Festival of Barrel Aged Beers. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Man, if you have not come here uh, to Arclight, this is a place to be because you guys got a wide array of beers and for people that love sours. I know i got a lot of friends that, that have been trying to get into the sours and they're, they're starting to love it. So uh, it's good variety. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a, And Waterville's a good spot to come by, visit, go down the road, watch a football game if you want, go down the go up the road and uh, go to South Haven or, or places like that. And the lakes are all nearby. Yeah, we got, Pawpaw Lake is a thousand acre lake. Yeah. There's 900 homes on it. It's a half mile away. Yeah. Just a great spot. And uh, so... Wonderful. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Anything Just say we cheers. Yeah. Cheers, yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Thank you guys so much for uh, letting me uh, come by and chat with you guys. Oh, thank, thank you, you for coming out. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Meet the Makers. We would love for you to leave us a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. Remember, it's all brought to you by the Makers Trail. Plan your route at makerstrail.org.